How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Happy Thursday night to you. I hope you've had an amazing day. It's just me and you hanging out here, right? Or maybe you got somebody in your vehicle. Maybe it is just me and you. Maybe it's me and your headphones. Me out your speakers, whatever it is. I'm happy to be joining you. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. And man, oh man, we're having fun here in the commercial break. Why? Because tonight we got Thursday night football. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it is the most entertaining game. But from a storytelling perspective, oh, it's a lot of fun. The Baltimore Ravens currently lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 24-16. to A little less than five minutes left in the game. Buccaneers just kicked the field goal. And the fun part about this game, if you're like me, it's watching Tom Brady. This man is pitching a fit. This man is so upset. He is so frustrated. His body language, his hands, his eyes, his his expressions. He needs a hug. He needs a drink. Hey, Shep, what else does Tom Brady need? His family back. Oh, damn. It's, it's not a coincidence, JR. Well, Shep went there. Oh, my goodness. If he needs his family back, I, I saw an ultimatum. I don't know what this place, U.S. Weekly, People Magazine, one of these things that I don't read, I saw happen to see it. It was like his, his wife, uh, Giselle Boonchin, is giving this man an ultimatum yeah. to – yeah. come back home and, and quit football or, I mean, or, or else. I don't blame her. I mean, the guy didn't lead the league in, you know, passing touchdowns, passing yards, and passing completions. I mean, she has every right to come, you know, have that position. I mean, he was awful. He's, you know, beyond over the hill. You, Tom you, you Brady could really, you is could, awful? You could really make that case in 2021. You know, you know, Tom Brady wasn't runner-up and should have been the MVP. Or, I, mean, I don't know, maybe I'm living in an alternate universe where someone can tell someone else in their mid-40s you got to step away from being the best in the world at what you do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, I get it. Is she the best in the world at what she does? One can argue that. And 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 as far as I'm concerned, I mean, women to women Supermodels. in in yeah, but I mean, but I I think we live in Who's a society term? now. 
Go ahead. Where women's careers are rightfully extended, and rightfully so, Good. where now you can be over the age of 40, 50, and be a star in the entertainment field. And that was that was what? the case with Audrey and, and, and you know. Hepburn? Hepburn, yes. I went there, and Betty Davis, and, and those, you know, and um, I would what? also, and who else would I say? And Catherine Hepburn. I would say those individuals. Damn, Ravens are unbelievable. Um, but you get the, paid for being get paid for being pretty. Well, the point yeah, the, the point is is in today's society, women have their careers justifiably extended because there's more opportunities than ever before. So your career doesn't come to a screeching halt in entertainment as a woman at forty now. So Giselle, to, to her credit, can have her career last for another 30, 40 years. Look at Sophia Loren oh, for God's sakes. Are you saying she's being selfish? Because Tom Brady has a limited amount of time, and she can be a supermodel forever. Damn right, I'm, I'm saying she's being. I mean, what happened to you know, for better or for worse? Your 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 husband, your partner, your significant other, is one of the three or four best in the world at what he does. Now he's defying gravity, logic, age, whatever theory you want to put out there in terms of being unprecedented. We get all that, Jr. Right. But to deny someone to do what they love by saying it's that or your family. When he's not doing any harm by doing this activity. Maybe he's, he maybe he has. He's yeah. doing harm every time he plays football. But and, she knew that when they got married. She signed up for that. Right. right? Well, maybe she didn't sign up for him playing until 45. Maybe he did say, I'm quitting, and he changed his mind. And that's it's not fair, right? Yeah. He's, uh, JR, people have a right to change their mind in life. and, and, they, and you, they do, be, but JR, people because, also yeah. have a right to live up to their commitments, no? I I completely understand that. But at the same time, I think she was in the wrong in the first place because she's trying to twist his arm to do wow. something that he doesn't want to do, which is give up something that all he's known his whole life, especially his adult life, is being the quarterback in the National Football League. Oh, this and man no one's done it better. This man doesn't know anything professionally in his life but play football. That's all right. he knows. I can't blame him for not wanting to get in the broadcast booth for the next 10 years and, and, and be just another guy. And make is you think he's going to be just another guy? Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna be Tom Brady in the broadcast booth. Like there, there's never been someone that I mean, because you think uh, he'd be better than Romo? I don't. I mean, Romo's kind of no. he's past his time, right? No, no, I think Romo's still great. But Jr., think about this now. Why? Why? People forget this. We talk about the legacy of Bill Russell. Yes, he was a longtime broadcaster. He but, was. He was everything. Right, Bill Russell but, did everything. Right, but but to be an because Barkley, as great as he is, he's not an all-time great player. I don't think Shaq's that great as a broadcaster. I think he serves a good purpose, but I don't think he's, he's you know, well, he's not Charles Barkley. It's um, the combination of, of right. all of them. Right. The, the, the point is, when you're the best in the world at what you do, it is so unfair to push somebody's back against the wall and try to put them in a corner and dictate what they do for the rest of their life and just think of yourself. And that's what, in my opinion, Giselle Bunchen has done for years. And good for Ouch. Brady for saying, you know what? Whoa. I have a better design for my life than you do, sweetheart. Sorry. Wow. It's tough, Shep. Don't tell that to a married woman. Well, listen. Oh, you have already. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, L- listen, I, I, if, if I know anything about I've never been married before, JR. Me neither. I've been in significant relationships. I'm sure you have as well. What I, what I know, the number one key to any successful, prolific relationship, sustainable relationship Compromise. Bingo. Compromise. Well, maybe she's compromised for the last five years, and we just don't know it. We don't know what they've done.
Maybe Tom Brady has changed his mind for five or six years now, and she's just like, enough of this crap already. Would someone tell Howard Stern to quit at 45? Would, would quit, someone would, quit, quit doing what? Talking? Yeah, yeah. Would someone tell him to quit? Would someone tell Denzel Washington to quit acting at 45? It's not the same. Tom, I mean, the, the perils of this man's job is Tom Brady could go out there one game and end up like Joe Theismann. He could go out there one game and end up like Tua Tonga-Valoa. He can go out there one game and get split in two like Alex Smith. I mean, it's, that's the reality. I, there, there's, it's more probable when you play a violent sport that is being football. We, we get all that. Right. But at the same time, the way the rules are constructed. Exactly. But the way the rule, a great movie, the way the rules are constructed are so favorable to quarterbacks' sustainability and not getting hurt and protecting their lower extremity, too. Sure. It's not, it's, it's not the same, it's not the same game when Unitas and Namath and Bradshaw were, were playing. It can still right. happen. Of course right. it can. Right. But it, to, to, tonight, officially, and then sure, they're playing patty cake with him. He, he officially has been sacked more than any quarterback in NFL history. Like, it's official. And sure, Tom Brady gets hit. He's not, he's not venturing outside the pocket. For the most part, he can brace for the hits and roll with them. And, but it, it, it accumulates. It adds up. I don't think Tom Brady is, uh, you know, in another 15 years in a broadcast booth, he's going to be, you know, I don't know, drinking out of or eating out through a straw. But, uh, yeah, the hits add up. Like, we don't know the details of his relationship, of his marriage. I, I just know this. I enjoy watching this man be upset. I mean, for all the success that we've had, and I don't got no problem with him personally, I, I've never met Tom Brady in my life. I don't think we've ever been in the same vicinity or, or same room. I've been around Gronkowski. I don't know if that says more about Gronk or me. Uh, but I ain't got no problem with Tom Brady personally. But professionally, I'm like, go away. He's like a he's like the villain that you you appreciate and you respect. Then you want to see him lose, but then you want to see him come back and get his ass whooped again. That's how I feel about Tom Brady. Name a great villain, Shep. Who's a great villain? A Bond villain? Not Bond. Here, I give you one. I guess it's a little Lex, different. Lex Luthor. Okay. Uh, uh, I feel a way about DC. What about Star Wars? No, I've never seen. Um, I've, never wa- I've never seen Star Wars. You well, you know uh, Darth Vader at least. Oh yeah, well everybody. The, the guy with the voice, yes. Oh, he breathes heavy and yeah, wears the yeah, 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 Darth Vader. Well, he's both a good guy and a bad guy, depending on what you're looking at. But you'd love to see him get beat up. But then you, you want to root for him and you root against him. It's like Tom Brady. It's like I want to see Tom Brady, but when I see him, I want to see him lose. I don't get that. You don't get what? I, I don't I – don't, because, Jr. this guy has taken less money on so many different occasions with the Patriots. So? And he's been the ultimate team guy. Right. You never – when have you ever heard him the way that an Aaron Rodgers does? Oh, with, no. With Matt right. So, like, I get, Ro- I can get the perspective about. Get well, Rodgers out of here? Yeah, Rodgers, because all Rodgers does is just whine and moan and literally deflect 
every single blame that should go his way towards his teammates, specifically the younger receivers, Matt LaFleur's yeah, yeah, game plan. Brady doesn't do that. Brady's the embodiment of what a team player looks correct. like in professional sports. Sure. I'm surprised you're not more in favor of a guy who is overachieving and has been now nah. in his mid-40s looking like he's Listen, 30. It's it's cool. Look, the man could play until 50 for all I care. But if he's playing until 50, I want to see him lose. I've seen him win. I don't want to see him win anymore. And if he wins, I don't I don't go, oh, my God, my life is over. I, if he wins, he wins. I just – I like to see the – like to see the story around it. I like watching him tonight where he is flailing his arms, where he is upset, where he's going, what is going on? I don't know what this feels like. A loser. It's like – I've seen him win enough. It's a game. I mean, that's not the end of the world for me. And so to see him have these expressions and, and, and feelings that he's never had or felt before as a professional, it's entertaining to me. You know, I look at these games as as stories. That's it. It's, it's not so much about uh, the stats and the numbers. They're a part of the story. I'm not someone who is, uh, you know, playing fantasy every day or every play. I'm into the story, and the story right now of Tom Brady, 45 years old, retiring, unretiring, coming back, taking a vacation in training camp, coming back, having a record of three and four, throwing tablets, being upset, yelling at his offensive line, throwing up his arms potentially being two games under 500. Oh, sign me up just for the expressions on his face. Sign me up for the end of a regular season where he just looks exasperated. It's no well, it's not November. Let me not hit the fast forward button that much. It's the end of October. We're pulling up at the beginning of November. And it's just there's so much going on with Tom Brady that I just I just go damn. And then after the game, he's going to say, oh, well, we can improve, and I have to improve, and, and we're going to get through this. He's going to say the right things, and he's not going to sound like a cornball like Russell Wilson. Not at all. So Tom Brady looking a little human tonight. Oh, Julio Jones is playing football, too. Good for him. 855-212-4CBS. James is calling from Minnesota. What's up, James? Hey, man, did I get through? Hello? Yes. All right, man. You know, Tom Brady, I compare him a lot to Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins isn't going through all that static that he went through last year. You remember how Minnesota wanted to run him out of town, but they believed in him and kept him instead? And look at Cousins now. He's at top of the world. He's 5-1. He's 5-1, G. And you know what? The only loss he had was to Philadelphia. And I think that game was railroaded. Okay. Well, good, good, good for Kirk Cousins. Cousins so much is because Kirk Cousins generates that offense. He runs that offense to a T right now. He's running the ball when he has to run and take it off. He's running for his life when he's running. Generating that offense he's to score for points. his life when he's running. He's running for his life when he's running. Yes, sir. Okay, I could dig it. Okay, what else you got? Anything else? 
Yeah, I do, sir. I got the wide receiver core of Jefferson. Oh, okay. I call him the next super freak to Randy Moss. He's got, oh. and that dance he do. I don't think they can imitate it. I don't think they can duplicate it. I don't think they can innovate it. That's his dance. Okay. But he scores touchdowns and makes that dance. That's the beautifulest thing in the world, G. Okay, the most beautifulest thing in the world, just like that. Hey, thank you, James. Hey, brother, I think you take my call and got respect for your station and got respect for you and your broadcasting situation. Oh, thank you so much, James. Hey, give me a freestyle. Go ahead. Freestyle got it going on like this. Because he might not be the best, but he's all the bikes he's had and it's all the rest. Let's take it to the Super Bowl, see how we can do in all the tests. Word. Thank you, James, for calling from Minnesota. I love listening to JR on my boombox. You never know what you're going to get. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about Tom Brady, who just got sacked. And then also, I think I mentioned a cornball. We're going to talk about Russell Wilson on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And, you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. All of my callers are sane. What are you saying? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The circumstances uh, of which Tampa Bay could mount a comeback, they are seemingly going by the wayside. After scoring a touchdown, Tom Brady passing for a touchdown and trying to convert a two-point conversion, it did not take place. The Baltimore Ravens, lead Tampa Bay right now 27 to 22 less than a minute left in the game and unless there are a few miracles here and ain't no onside kick gonna save this it looks like Tampa Bay is potentially on its way to three and five this is what Tom Brady came back for right At least we know he'll stay the whole year, I believe, right? Todd Bowles isn't going anywhere. Bruce Arians is sitting upstairs saying, man, I'm glad I left. I don't got to deal with this crap. And if you're a fan of the Buccaneers, just be happy that you won a Super Bowl. Nothing to be worried about or concerned with. Not that bad. Meanwhile, speaking of bad, Denver Broncos... They're bad. And last night we told you about Russell Wilson and his return against the Jacksonville Jaguars this upcoming Sunday in London. He's exercising on the plane. He's letting everybody know, uh, you know, how determined and and how hard he works. And you got to say to yourself, Nathaniel Hackett, 
people talk about him being on a hot seat. People look at some of their star players and go, man, is it time to trade Jerry Judy? Is it time to trade Chubb? But for whatever reason, their general manager, George Payton, he's looking at this entire situation and he pretty much said we're we're committed. Like we're not going to boot Nathaniel Hackett. He says, no, we're not going to abandon ship. He said, yeah, sure, he, he's his first time as a coach, but all of his decisions, we've had four nationally televised games. He, he's going to give him a chance. I support Nathaniel 100%. He's been in this seven games you know, as a head coach. Uh, the scrutiny he's, he's faced is, is unprecedented. You know, We've had four primetime games, so he's kind of had to learn in front of the entire world. But I really like how uh, the team, he's, he's, he's kept the team together. He's, they're connected. He's kept our building together. Um, and I appreciate how he's, he's fought through that. How long is that going to be the case? How long are you looking at this team and saying, oh, man, it's just, it's just good. Like it's like Nathaniel Hackett after his first game, he had to hire a babysitter to help him with the clock. In shorts, it's not unusual. But right out of the gate? Needed help with your decision-making right out of the chute? The Denver Broncos, uh, they're saying they're not giving anyone the boot, but if they lose on Sunday, I guess they're going to look to trade folks before the deadline, which comes next week. The Denver Broncos fall at 2-6. and six. W- What are we expecting here? They're supposed to make some type of turnaround? Who are they catching? Not the Chiefs. And oh, yeah, by the way, Kansas City Chiefs, they traded for Kadarius Toney. If you're not familiar with him, he's a former Florida Gator, wide receiver. Drafted and selected by the New York Giants last year. But the man can't can't stay healthy he's always broken he's always hurt Brian Daybowl comes in with new general manager Joe Shane and the man doesn't even see the field any because he's hurt it's pretty much a disaster and so the Kansas City Chiefs they bring him in they trade for him and no harm no foul what do they have to lose You have Patrick Mahomes, who ridiculously, already this season, has thrown for 20 touchdowns. Leads the NFL with 20 touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, obviously their top receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster. Valdez Scantling, you have Hardman. And now you just have Tony. You, you you hope he can return and be healthy. Maybe he's good for a couple of passes or a touchdown. He's dynamic in his own way when he actually plays. It's interesting. And speaking of wide receivers, also Jamar Chase. He's out. That part stinks. He's been dealing with a hip injury since taking on the New Orleans Saints. It's been reported that he will be out four to six weeks and uh, not so good for Mr. Joe Burrow missing out on his his favorite and honestly his 
his best target. His head coach, Zach Taylor, he talked about Chase and his status. Listen to this. How did Jamar come out of that game Sunday? It looked like, you know, we kind of had that hip deal. How was how he going to be throughout the I think just sore. So we'll see. We'll take it day to day with all these guys that came out of the game. You anticipate Jamar practicing at all today? Um, today, probably not. Yeah, well, now we know he's going to be out for a few weeks. And I guess Joe Burrow, who already gets sacked. Man, this you'd think Russell Wilson was complaining about being a pinata? How long is Joe Burrow going to be able to last as a quarterback when he's just getting beat up everywhere? It's quite a disaster. Oh, wow. How about this? Lamar Jackson runs into the tunnel here in Tampa Bay. A fan throws down a sign. Ravens, number eight, pay him now. Lamar picks the sign up in the tunnel, runs back out into the tunnel area, closer to the field, asks for a marker, is signing the sign, autographing the sign, I should say, and is getting it back to the fan. He made a he made a point to uh he's making a point to high five the fan and he made more of a point to hold up that sign so everyone could see it. I know that sign is gonna go viral before anybody knows it. I'm like, yeah, I might as well tell you the final. You should probably already know. Baltimore wins twenty seven to twenty two. I think I saw about, uh, here's some important stats for tonight. I saw 20 Tom Brady sad faces. I saw five Tom Brady, uh, you know, tablet throws. And I saw 15 Tom Brady cuss words. And two hands on his hips. And this loss tonight. And uh, he probably should get used to this. For the rest of the season. I have people hitting me up. Telling me that Tom Brady. And the Buccaneers. That they won't even win the the NFC South. Of course I got my Falcons friends telling me that. Falcons are going to take the division. They're going to take the NFC South. Well. Atlanta is at the top right now with three and four. Carolina and New Orleans both sit at the bottom at two and five. Tampa Bay is now three and five. And this is pretty much the worst that Tom Brady has been in his career. The man needs a hug. The last three games only coming away with two touchdown passes. And every game, he's basically had to throw the ball about 45 to 50 times. He needs a hug. He probably needs some Bengay for his shoulder. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about this game. Obviously, when they finish with their press conferences, we will share that with you as well. Can't wait to hear from Tom Brady. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR. 
every time I get into an Uber, I always turn the Uber drivers onto your show. We talk about sports. Tell them how awesome you are. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. I'm just out here chilling. I'm trying to be awesome like you, all of the listeners. Listen, when we get to the top of the hour, we're going to take a deep, deep dive into tonight's Thursday night football matchup. As the Baltimore Ravens, they improve their record to 5-3 and three by beating the Buccaneers 27-22. to 22. Tampa Bay, they fall to 3-5. and five. Tom Brady just looked miserable. I'm sure that if you – there's somebody's printing out a, a Tom Brady mask for Halloween, and he's just going to look sad. This guy got a lot going on. He said it when he came back from his vacation. He's like, yeah, I'm 45 years old. I got a family. I got a lot going on. We know. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Marcus calling from California. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's going on, JR? Um, I'm in love with the fact that Brady's 3-5. and five. Um, I'm actually very excited to see how the resiliency of him actually comes into play now because we've really never seen him um, be in this predicament in his entire career, right? So everyone was saying he came back too early, you're not that good. Well, you know, it's a little different with Rodgers. When the fact that Brady does have receivers to throw to, and the fact that they do have two good running backs on their roster, they do have a good defense, it's him. It's all him in this game. Um, and, but that's not what I want to talk about. So I came well, off a week that, ago. That, that's, that's not, it's not true that it's, it's all him. His offensive line is banged up. He's still able to lead the team down the field on crucial drives. To say, quote-unquote, right. that it is all him is inaccurate. Well, I mean, you know, Daniel Jones is playing with a banged-up offensive line, too, and he's still getting it done. But um, Jones, yeah. Jones, Jones who? Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Oh, well, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants is, is, is mobile. He's playing with an excellent running back. The defense is playing better. Uh, so True. to to make a comparison makes no sense because what you said is wrong. I'm in love with the fact that he's 3-5, he's though. Like, I mean, we're Good. now seeing – you know, not the decline of him, because obviously I think they're still going to bounce back. NFC is still very weak, you know. But um, I came on a couple weeks ago. We were talking, you know, Yankees and stuff. We were talking Judge. And um, I don't know if you heard Randy Miller's report today, but that the Giants are interested in obviously not just signing him, but obviously Rizzo opted out today or is going to opt out. That was a report. So could you imagine Judge and Rizzo? They need a shortstop too. And they go out and sign Trey Turner. I still don't think even if he goes to San Francisco, which is not a hitter's park, by the way. Yankee Stadium is. Uh, the Yankees are in the playoffs every year. Giants are not, um, especially in that division. But he could pull like a Kevin Durant and just go to the National League because he, the Yankees cannot seem to get past the Astros. Do you see that as like a move for Judge, just taking his talent elsewhere and going to the National League? I don't, I don't, I don't know. The money is not an issue. The Yankees can offer him the captain status. Who cares? He's already been the captain already. Like, the thing is, is that unless they're going to pay him all this money, which, in my honest opinion, I'd rather allocate the funds elsewhere, not just because he had a terrible postseason, but just because the Yankees 
holes on their roster are going to be riddled. I mean, if you lose Rizzo, you got DJ LeMayu at first, which isn't a uh, bold move to make. Well, Mark, Mark, without going through the entire New York Yankees roster, just sticking to judge, I, like you and no one else, and, and I'd also say Aaron Judge, have no idea what this man is going to do. If I were to think or favor which team he would end up with, I would lean towards him staying with the New York Yankees. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he were to leave or go elsewhere. The fact is that he can probably make the most money should he choose with the New York Yankees. And the New York Yankees, they were not born yesterday. Uh, There's a reason that they're, they're one of the most valuable sports franchises on earth. He himself brings in money he brings in cash he sells tickets he sells season tickets but they don't he sells... spend though the steinbrenners don't spend at all and uh, this no 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 that's a that is mark that is irrelevant the new york yankees are third in payroll this year i'm not talking about how much they spend i'm talking about how much money they make if Aaron okay. judges when was the last time they doled out a big contract though when was the last time they you're doled not out a big no no you're not you're not you're missing my point This man is someone who's been a part of the team. They brought him in. They've kept him. They moved him around. I'm not talking about handing out a deal to Garrett Cole or going back in time and handing a deal to Mark Teixeira. It's very simple. If I'm the New York Yankees, you know who doesn't sell tickets? It's not not Garrett Cole. You want to know who doesn't sell tickets? It's not CeCe Sabathia. It's not Mark Teixeira. It's a guy who just hit 62 home runs and just hit more home runs than anyone else in American League history. It's a man who by himself can sell sweets. It's a man who can sell merchandise. It's a man who you can monetize over the next, I don't know, five to ten, five to eight years, hoping that he can move towards more records. He's the type of guy that you ultimately hope ends up in Monument Park. And so everybody can run around and be fearful as to what takes place with Aaron Judge. Yeah, there's a legitimate fact and an opportunity for him to leave. He is, or going to be, a free agent. If he and the Yankees don't come to a deal or a conclusion, then he's going to be free to go ahead and, and look elsewhere. And so it's not about, oh my God, the Yankees are not splurging on free agents. Oh, the Yankees are a business. They're trying to make money. This is not a Robinson Cano scenario, I believe, where they'll just go, oh, too rich for our blood, go to Seattle. I think the Yankees, they're going to do whatever they can to keep him. It's going to be up to Aaron Judge to say, I don't want to be here. Maybe that's the tug for him to go home to California. Maybe it's the tug to go out west and and play for the Dodgers, be a little bit closer to home, maybe that's unfathomable for him. I think he'll stay with the Yankees. I wouldn't be shocked if he left, though. While the things have happened, this this is baseball, man. They offered him 213. The Yankees said, oh, we're going to, we know we're going to have to up that big time. And sure, he stunk in the postseason. 139 average and 
three RBIs. Whoa, this is not the same guy who carried the Yankees into the postseason. He'll be fine. It would be, it'd be a little surprising if this was like the first one, the first guy that the Yankees, quote-unquote, let get away. I'm not looking at Cano. I'm not looking at, uh, you know, trying to get rid of Alex Rodriguez. Like, when have the Yankees had a player, had a player on the team that they wanted that was a franchise-caliber dude who just bounced? I'm not putting Reggie Jackson in that category. I'm talking about someone. He's from the inside. As many scares as there was with Derek Jeter, he never left. There was a thought that Bernie Williams at one point, he we just had Bernie on a couple weeks ago, there was a thought one time that he was going to go to the Red Sox. He never left. Jared, there's one guy that comes to mind, but I don't know if you put him in the same caliber of an Aaron Judge or a Derek Jeter. He played for the Yankees. He did. He's, he's homegrown. And then he wanted okay. to play, well, in terms of farm system. But that's not where he's originally from. I'll give you a hint. Think Houston. Pitcher. Houston. Andy Pettit? Yeah. He came back. He did. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> but he did leave initially. He left. He, did and leave. He, came, he left and he came back. Yeah. And he, and he was hanging out with Roger Clemens. He was uh, rubbing on that stuff. Yeah. And then he came back. JR, I, I have a question for you. When, when yes. you look at, like, like, obviously you have laid out very clearly the greatness of Aaron Judge in the regular season. But you and I both know when you are a franchise of 27 championships in baseball, it's obviously World Series, that is the measuring stick. And so Jeter has five. Yogi has ten. You know, Judge has not played in a single World Series game. JR, not to mention the fact that outside of 2018, he has been a shell of himself in the postseason. It's, it's just plain and simple. If this is it for Aaron Judge, how do you judge him overall? all, no pun intended, for what he's done as a Yankee, considering the lack of success. Wow. He was, I mean, he's, he's been around for five years, five, six years, coming up, I think, full, first time, full time in 2017. Had some injuries. He's going to be looked upon, and, and, and it depends on how the rest of his career pans out. But as a Yankee, people will look at him and go, man, he was a, he was a good Yankee. That's it. Maybe at the end of his career, people will look at him. If he has a great career, people will say he was a great Yankee. I think a lot of it, whether he's still going to wear pinstripes, whether he's going out to wear, uh, you know, orange and black, it depends on what the rest of his, his career looks like. And I think he can be he can be awesome. You know, it's different now. Everybody has a DH. It used to be a point in time where you would have to stay in the American League if you wanted to, you know, drag out your career. You wanted to add some years. Well, he doesn't have to stay with the the Yankees or the Sox or the Jays to go ahead and do that. He can be a DH anywhere. And who knows? Maybe that'll be one of the reasons why he leaves, knowing that currently Giancarlo Stanton is sucking up a DH spot. Um He's he's great, Shep, but I think a lot of, of of how people will view him and perceive him 
will be how the rest of his career pans out. It's it's tough to judge him now, no? Well, I, I, I would say when you look at what he does in the regular season compared, and I understand pitching's tough in the postseason. We get all that. But I didn't see Jeter's numbers and productivity dip or Bernie's numbers and productivity dip the way we have seen from the face of the franchise. And honestly, this season, the face of baseball in Aaron Judge. He comes up short time and time again in the postseason when the lights are brightest, and that is not the consummate Yankee. And so I would say, Jr. because of his greatness in the regular season, he has been an overwhelming disappointment in the postseason. Therefore, I can't ever say Aaron Judge has been a success as a New York Yankee. He's sold tickets, he's made, he's created and broken records, but he has not been successful as a Yankee. I agree with that. If you're just going to look at the postseason, there's no denying, you know, how poor he he's played in the postseason. I mean, shoot, if you just look at uh, his numbers against the Astros in the postseason, you would think he would belong in the minor leagues. He can't do anything. Uh, but I think the Yankees' failures, in a general sense, will overshadow his postseason performance. I think that is just a notch when you look at the big picture. I think overall, Yankee fans can look at the rest of the lineup over the past several years. They can look at the pitching that they did not have. This season was probably their best lineup just from a, a starting rotation perspective. So I, I, think it's a, I think it's a blip on the radar. Um, his case is very interesting. 30, 31 years old. What type of money does he get? How long does it come in? What type of power numbers can he continue to generate? How's his body going to hold up due to his size? How does he split playing in the field versus hitting at the plate? There's some real interesting questions here, uh, which makes him just makes him an anomaly. Like he's a very unique player, and uh, he's going to get paid as such just because of his productivity, uh, postseason, regular season, or not. He's big time. He's box office. And if you're the Yankees, you do not want him to get away. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of getting away, tonight the Baltimore Ravens beat Tampa Bay 27-22. Baltimore improves to 5-3. and three. Tampa Bay, they fall to 3-5. and five. And is the season getting away from the Bucs? Nears. We'll talk about that on the other side. You'll hear from Todd Bowles. And man, Buccaneers also might have a serious injury on the defense. We'll talk about it on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.